Yo, it is Friday, March 18th. Kyle's Apple Watch has all these little tiny red rings on them. Actually, they're not even full red rings. I think it means that he's not sleeping a lot. I don't know. Do babies do, babies do that to your life? Here I go. We are just joking because this is like the life of Startup Entrepreneur 101, right? Kyle's got a big, large cup of coffee in front of him. It's his favorite coffee mug. Um, I don't know. I think a stream might even have just frozen. Oh, no, he's back. He's back. I have my early mornings are for troublemakers <laughs> mug because I need to remind myself. So uh, if you didn't realize it, Kyle and his wife, they, they just had a baby <laughs> during NADA. And uh, last night, uh, the baby decided to change the game a little on you. Right. Uh, man, it was it was tough, uh, but we're, we're making it. We're going to get through. Uh, we had, we had like five wonderful nights where you're like, oh, this is going to be great. And then, you know, the middle of the night last night, the two o'clock wake up, just, it did, it wasn't happening. Set it down a few times, like came back for a few. It was just, it was all the things that, you know, everything that's in the movies happened last night. Basically. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's holding the baby, like feet up. You're like, Kyle, you got to feed other way, other way, <laughs> baby's the other way. But here you go. I mean, this is this is life. Um, I'm set up right now because of some things that that we're working on with our little foster baby. I'm at home today, and uh, we are. Uh, I'm sitting in my 15 year old's bedroom. Like he usually gets up with me in the morning, so he got up. I totally hijacked his room, and I'm like, man, he's got a nice setup down here, but I can't use it. It's like he's got the gaming setup, so like I have the high back gaming chair right now. I feel like I should like playing be playing something but i'm not you got like a twitch camera in the back yeah oh i got i got all kinds of stuff in front of me i i even have a there's even a power conditioner on the wow. rack right there <laughs> and, ready but, I'm, but i'm not using any of that stuff i have multiple screens and a keyboard that clicks makes these like special clicks i don't know if you know that right. but gamers no no they switch out their keycaps and he's like hey dad check this out <laughs> now listen to this one <laughs> he's like that's so nice right? it's so, so nice i know where they all are it's <laughs> so, so great so no it's about the sound it's about the right. sound they make it's crazy so either way um this is the life of an entrepreneur and i think it's very automotive right because automotive industry is always like we're, we're gonna get the job done we're getting the job done, done. like they're there's no question and so we're getting the job done this morning we have some news for you uh some some thoughts but but first we want to talk about you know Kyle, you had a little, you, you got out a little bit yesterday for the first time. I, I think this baby came. I got out. I was really excited. I had, uh, we had gotten a message from um, John Karpinski over at iHeartMedia that he was going to be in town. Um, and, and I had never met him. We had kind of communicated online. And uh, iHeart, if you don't know, has two offices, one in New York, one in Nashville. And uh, the one in Nashville is a really cool place. Actually, interestingly enough, the one in Nashville is at, a, a place called 1200 Broad. Uh, and so it is uh, right on Broadway. And the location that that is, was act, is actually a location that I used to work at a dealership. No way. Called Nelson Mazda that, that used to sit on that property. They tore it down, went sky high, which is what they do with everything in Nashville. Right. And so it was kind of like surreal to be back talking about automotive in that space. Uh, and it was really fun. The, the the space is really cool. They've got this really neat entrance. You can go to my Instagram or the Automotive State of the Union Instagram right now. Check out the story. And it's got 
uh, just this like really cool red entrance. And then they've got event space and meeting space, but it was also really encouraging just to talk to John and, and see what the, the passion that iHeart has for automotive and some of the things that, uh, that, uh, that OEMs are looking to do with podcasting and, uh, with thought leadership and, uh, with lifestyle brands, because the OEMs are really leaning into audio as a way to brand build. Um, so if you, th- yeah, oh man, I've got, we could probably go a whole podcast on it and I might blow some like NDA type stuff, but don't do that. Um, <laughs> no, but, but it was really cool to kind of hear that, that o- like OEMs like GM and Hyundai are really leaning into this to, to the, to the podcasting, to the radio space, to brand build in a unique way, uh, to leverage, uh, personalities and influencers, uh, to, to essentially associate with cool, right? And uh, so really interesting perspective and, and to hear, actually, he told me about, this is wild. Um, he told me about a dealer in, I believe, Dallas uh, that has gone to, um, gone to radio and in his radio commercials, he mentions cup holders five times. He said the word cup holders five times in a 60 second long spot. And he was, and he calls the dealer because he knows the dealer. Well, he's like, why do you keep mentioning cup holders? Yeah, what's up with this? Are you, you have a bet with somebody? Like, I bet you can't say cup holders within 60 seconds. Right. He was like, what? He's like, what in the world? And he goes, no, no, no. You don't understand. The majority of people that I'm after in my community are, uh, are single moms or, or, uh, stay-at-home moms that have kids. Actually, we sell a lot of vans and a lot of large SUVs to families, and the mom is the primary purchase decision maker. That's like that's what our market looks like. Yep. And he said, he said you wouldn't believe, but they <laughs> always come in <laughs> checking out holders. where the cup holders are. And oh so I'm God. just the person Brilliant. that talks to them as humans purchasing based on their purchase. What a brilliant like, guy. Whoa, man! Right, the cup holders, the yeah. cup holders. How many horsepower? How, nobody cares. Cup holders, no. right? Like, the cup holders. Like, gonna I got enough cup holders for me, the t- the three kids in the back, and my extra my extra coffee when I stop at at, at Starbucks, and it doesn't get in the way. The question: Like, will will a sippy cup fit in this cup holder? Bingo. Right. Oh, that's like, a big question. That is that is the question, right? <laughs> that is the question <laughs> when you have a toddler: Will a sippy cup fit in? The cup holder. Dude, that's amazing. Just the, I had no idea that it was on the, the old site of the Nelson Mazda. That's pretty awesome. First of all, it's really, um, yeah. But to, to think about, you know, we were talking about brand yesterday and brand. I think, I think every brand needs to operate like a fashion brand because yeah. fashion brands just are able to connect on this level where you identify with the product as reflecting you. I say that brand is actually a mirror that reflects your values back at you. Absolutely. And so, so when you think of like the fashion brands out there, whether it's, you know, clothing or, you know, a bag or sunglasses or something like that, that is an element of when you put that on and you affiliate with that brand, you're like, oh, this is, I, I like these because that brand is energetic and I feel like I'm energetic or that brand yes. is responsible and I feel like I'm responsible. So um, it's really cool that when OEMs and anyone in automotive, I think every dealer here too, can understand that brand is that reflection back at you and then yes. leverage, like we've been talking about media audio media like this morning we're like hey like we're up early we're doing this podcast why because you have to keep creating you have to keep creating or your business doesn't go forward um let's talk about some news we have some things going on um speaking of brand 
Stop. We don't have a, <laughs> We don't have all that this morning. We apologize, everybody. We only have intro outro music today. Paul, we're running. Paul we're did, running lean. All did it perfect. Uh, yeah. So March Madness has started, and uh, of all the cool things that are happening in March Madness, you know, you we've got uh, we've got Kentucky getting upset yesterday, uh, which is a, personally just a massive win because I'm a Duke fan and have been for since I was a little baby, and so anytime Kentucky gets beat by anyone, life's good. Uh, yeah, it's but like me and the Dallas Cowboys, right? <laughs> on the brand side, on the, on the things that that we talk about is uh, all the players are now eligible to use nil, which is name engine, name image and likeness. So they can use their brand to acquire finances by brands, picking them up to advertise. So there, so you know, are, that was illegal. That was yes. against NCAA rules up until this past year. You know, we have some people and some friends in the industry of Dave Meltzer is one of them. Um, and, that change in the rules, right? You have all these college athletes and it's like, Hey, all these colleges are monetizing off these big name players. Like the colleges are using it to raise money. The colleges are using it to boost ticket sales and all that. Like, why can't the players like take a little, uh, uh, take a piece of their own brand. Right. And this is the first year. So that's just so you know, it used to be illegal. The the rules and regulations were changed this year. So this is the first year of Mark man, uh, March madness where NIL is a real thing. Yep. So, so now you've got brands like Dollar Shave Club, Wingstop, Great Clips, uh, Sheets and Giggles, all leaning in to finding these players that have some some brand level affiliation that people are attracted to to utilize their their name, their face, their brand to advertise. To you know, there, there's a, a couple brackets that are actually using the name, image, and likeness because if you think about that. You, you think back to like Bractology or, you know, all of the brackets, they don't use any player on them because they actually couldn't. So it's actually illegal I, for them oh, for to sure. put the player on. So oh, now yeah. they can actually use the player, right? Because you think about, you know, NBA finals, it's all the players are up Only on the players, there, right? Yes. Well, they're, getting, they're getting paid for that stuff, yeah. right? Well, now it's, I think it's actually exciting from the brand perspective of For all sure. of this stuff to be able to utilize the players that are actually going to be playing that everybody knows they watch them through the McDonald's all-stars, all that type of stuff. And so, yeah, I think, I think it's a win-win for everybody and goodness sakes, all the money floating around college athletics, they should That's be ridiculous. Oh, for sure. I did dollar shave club. I can't remember who it was, but you know, he, he actually like grew some facial hair like to highlight like it's perfect play and they they call it, they're calling him the first chin chinfluencer right <laughs> they are so good they, I know dollar shave club is a master class in brand build no master doubt. class no doubt and so um it's good to see that happening and you know a lot of these college athletes too they're not going to go into pro ball but they're no. really popular so they have some leverage right now so it's good to see them be able to build a little leverage because you know what if I'm a college player I'm probably not going pro I'm doing everything I can to build my brand now because, you know, I have all the say, say I go to Duke, right? I'm never yeah. going to go pro, but guess what? There are a lot of incredible businessmen and businesswomen that have graduated and now own companies or CEOs and executives yeah. that are now in companies that want to be close to me right now because I'm on the team, right? So I'm, I'm their guy or I'm their gal. And once the season's over, my career's over, guess what? Who's, who am I calling for a job? All of those people, right? No and so doubt. that's a good, good, great opportunity. We didn't talk about this. We were going to lead with this story today, but we didn't because it didn't happen because, you know, complications, things happen. But uh, Brian Kramer, 
uh, one of our very own investors is set to sell the first car in the metaverse today. Right. I, I told my wife about this last night. She's like, wait a minute. So someone's <laughs> buying a car. <laughs> someone's buying a car and it's only in the metaverse. I'm like, no, 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 no. I know. That's, my wife said the same exact thing. She was like, she's buying, they're buying a fake car. Yeah. In, in a fake world. No, 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 no. They're buying a real car in a fake world, but that's kind of real. <laughs> I was like, no, no, like the person I was like, you know, you've played the PlayStation 4. You put those on and you know, you walk around. Well, you, it's like you walk around and then you go into the store and, and Brian Kramer's there. She's like, the real Brian Kramer or like a fake Brian Kramer? Literally, this is the conversation yes, we're having. The answer is yes. Absolutely. <laughs> And so, but he's teed up to do sell the, the transact in the very first uh, vehicle in the metaverse. We're going to report on it. We're going to get the video. Uh, we're going to keep you updated. But we thought it was going to be this morning's hot news. But you know, but the car business, right? Yes. <laughs> have, I can't wait to ask him about on. it because it's so interesting. They've done so much to reduce the transaction time, reduce friction, and early adopters. You always have to increase friction, increase transaction time. So right. there's there's a level that both parties are coming to this saying, "Hey, we're going to have to figure this out. It's not going to work as seam uh, seamlessly and flawlessly." And so, but. I was telling my wife, I was like, this isn't going to be a regular thing that everybody's doing in the next 60 days, but there has to be someone that tries it out that kind of feels out what's the possibilities. What are the things that we could do with this? And to, to attempt it first, big deal. It's, I mean, I remember the first pizza you could order on the internet. It was, it was, it was, it was pizza hut actually was the one were the ones that did it. I think it was pizza and Domino's. I don't know. It was in the movie. Sandra Bullock was the start. It was called the net. I don't think you remember that. You probably don't, right? This is real. Look it up. The net, right? It was very scary. And I was like, oh my gosh, she just ordered a pizza on the, on the, on the computer, <laughs> right? But everybody was afraid. You have to put your credit card information in. I was yes. talking with Brian yesterday and he said, he goes, you know, all the work we've been doing to streamline digital retailing and the backend processes, he's literally just, it's like we were installing all the mechanicals and all the plumbing yep. to make this so much easier because it's the same, right? That just happens to be where you finalize and execute the transaction, but yep. all the compliance, all the connections, all the AP, everything working together um, is where it's at. And, and like, hey, we'll see where it goes. But I mean, it, it's a real thing, right? Someone's really going to transact in the metaverse and yes. whether or not you like it, think it's good or bad for society, it society doesn't care, right? It's Technology happening. just doesn't care and so it's happening we'll let you know what's going on with that um a couple other uh not well a couple other things you know we saw mortgage rates peak over four percent for the first time since 2019 so pre-pandemic um yep. and you know a lot a lot of that just has to do with the fed raising their benchmark rate another quarter point if you're not aware of how this works a little education here really when the fed raises the interest rate banks when they lend you money for a credit card or for a house or for a car Basically, banks borrow money from one another, right? They'll borrow, yep. and, and I know that might sound a little strange, but you have these big banks that primarily are in mortgages, and they might lend money to your local bank, who then you know uses that money to give you a mortgage, and, and everyone's making a little bit, right? Yep. You make a little bit, a little percentage on a lot of money, and that's kind of how it works, which is why the Fed rate going up is going to affect all consumer rates, including you know mortgages is kind of like the leading indicator, but yep. right after that are car loans credit card interest rates, all types of financing. And, um, you know, the Fed's saying they're, they're going to continue to raise rates to curb inflation. But, um, well, and the know, home rates, indicator. the home rates are going to outpace it, right? Because they're going to try and they're going to try and be ahead of the pace ahead of, of the Fed. Because right? they get locked in, right? Because yep. once, once you lock in my rate, that's my rate, you know? Exactly. exactly. I'm so happy to say that over the last year, 
I have refinanced my house <laughs> because I thought I was crushing my first home. My first home loan was probably back in, I don't know, 20, I don't know, 2008, 2007, something like that. And my interest okay. rate was 7%. Oh. Right. But, but I remember feeling like a rock star because it was right. like eight, eight and a half percent like the year before. Right. Our parents, wow. like my parents, when they bought their first home, it was 14%. Golly. Right. It's, it's ancient history for us, but to think that yeah. we can't be back there, it's just, we haven't seen it yet. So right. when I, when I bought my current house, I thought I was killing it at 4%. I was like, man, I just stole this thing. Right. right. But I locked in at like two and a quarter percent over the pandemic. And I think yep. that that's going to be like, seems so surreal. So uh, if you're going to be so surreal, I'm in the same, get any better. about the same and it's going to be so surreal to, to think like, I mean, we, you know, we're looking at houses, so I'm like, ah, man, <laughs> this is, this right. could be brutal. Right. Got to pull the trigger quick, pull the trigger right. quick. And so, but that, that's, that's if, you know, in the car dealership in, in the world, right? Like people are going to be paying more for financing, always yes. a sexual payment affects the consumer mindset, right? Because inflation's starting to squeeze. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. It's starting to squeeze. So price, price sensitivity is going to just increase. So, you know, Kyle, I think you said it yesterday. It's like, make sure the value proposition of yes. purchasing the car, the ease of purchasing the car, like we need to do what we need to do to remove more friction from the process. You know, even if that means, you know, talking about cup holders. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Find your cup uh, holder. Find yes. your cup holder. Know where your yeah. cup, find, yeah, find your cup holder here. Find your next cup holder. So uh, I think uh, we're, we're running a little long today. Two, two quick things. Um, so VW uh, Audi CEO Marcus Duzman said, um, you know, they're obviously having wiring harness issues is like a big part of the manufacturing that was being done in the Ukraine. And I saw automotive news story where like there are Ukrainian workers still pumping out wiring harnesses literally next to bomb shelters. He said um, he says in this automotive news article, many of our suppliers, especially for wiring harnesses, were in Ukraine or are in Ukraine. They're desperately, even with people staying there, which is incredible, trying to produce and doing so, so always close to. Uh, and doing so close to a bomb shelter, right? So they're in there making wire harness next to a bomb shelter. I mean, like, talk about some grit. Like, that's that just, just like takes all my excuses away. Yeah, you're like, yeah. After I read that, I'm like, yeah, I, I should be up at this time after, when I, after the baby slept, didn't right. Sleep, right? Right, right. You're like, I got a little asleep. Right. Go I'm like, let's go. Yeah. So, um, like, I think with that, um, I think we're going to leave with that as a little encouragement to the spirit of the automotive industry and the spirit um, of just human achievement and human perseverance. It's Friday. Make sure uh, you get ready for your big weekend. Care about some people. Don't make excuses and let's go. Yeah.